Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Dragon Cast. My name is Brian Daniels, and I'm back with my podcast partner in crime, Victor Salazar. And uh, how's it going over there in California today? Hey, what's going on, Brian? Dude, it's a brisk 33 degrees right now over in uh, sunny California. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy, dude. You know what? It's still early out here. You know, we record this show uh, in the mornings. And uh, for us California folk, 33, I should say Southern California, 33 is uh, pretty cold. But uh, I actually like it, dude. I, I, I told you this. I live out in the high desert where we get the extreme, super cold and super hot. Sometimes we get snow. Mm-hmm. But uh 33 is nice, man. I like this weather, man. This is this is my kind of weather right here. 33 degrees is cold to you, man. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what dude, is 60, 60 degrees used to be cold to me, man. When I lived oh, in the area, dude, man. 60 degrees would be cold for us Californians. And we'd be like, dude, man. it's 60. It's kind of chilly, dude. <laughs> you Californians over there just don't even know. It's, nah, so it's, it, so it's So it's also... Uh, it's a very sunny 34 degrees over here in Southern. Nice. Italy. See? And, uh, you know, I might wear my shorts today because it feels so good outside. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, it was so funny you mentioned that because I went to a uh, went to a meet and greet for Jeff Hardy, the wrestler, last night. That was pretty cool. Nice. You yeah, know what? I did I did see that on Facebook. Yeah, I could have sworn that was him, but I didn't read I got the to, post. I got, meet, I got to meet him. He had a concert and everything. It was pretty sick. And Hold on, uh, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. I got a question. Yes. He had a concert as in he performed? Yeah, he's a, he's a singer. Dude, really? See, I'm yeah. so out of the loop with, you know, yeah. the wrestling scene. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, just real quick, man. Yeah. I, no, no chance you got any of that stuff on, on online, like a clip or anything like that. Did you post anything like a clip? I had, um, so what it was, I, really I cool. saw pictures, I saw pictures, but it did you have really like cool. a, an audio clip? I posted a clip. I posted, you a did? Clip. Oh, I gotta go it's look on, for that. It's on Facebook, it's on my Facebook, but um, I gotta go look for that. They, I gotta go look uh, for that. yeah, what they, what they did was, is they were letting people, you give the guy your camera and you were allowed to, we all originally thought. You were, they were only, you were only allowed to sign three things. Come to find out, you were allowed to have him sign five things. Awesome, and with, dude. And what they would do is you, you go up on the stage with him before the, before the concert started. And um, he would autograph your items. And what was really cool was you'd hand the guy your phone, his like, assistant or whatever. And you'd hand him your phone and he would record uh, Jeff Hardy signing your stuff. So it's like, you know, that way people know it's authentic, I guess. That's then, cool, dude. That's real cool. And so he took a he took a video right away of me like meeting and shaking Jeff Hardy's hand and talking with him for a little bit while he was signing my stuff. And um, he ended up um, taking some pictures of me with him, too, which was pretty cool. But, See, uh, I, I know, I know that, I know that Jericho was a performer, dude. You know, so I didn't know that Hardy was a performer too, dude. So Jeff Hardy, okay, I'll, let's put it this way: Jeff Hardy is a is a performer, but not in the not like how Chris Jericho has Fozzy. The band yeah, band. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy doesn't have a band. He's more like, I guess you could say, one of those more intimate type of singers performers. Where think like, do you remember? You remember? Okay, I know you're old enough to remember this. <laughs> You remember MTV Unplugged? <laughs> yeah, MTV dude, of course. <laughs> see, yeah. I told y'all. He, see, those little things. I knew dude, I had a little mini collection of those albums back <laughs> in the day, dude. 
And for the folks at home that don't know what that is, uh, yeah, that's just we just showed our age. Anyway, no, but um, that was it's more like that. It's more like, cool, it's more dude. like that where he has a guitarist, um, and he he has some original songs he wrote, but then he also did does covers. So like he did covers of like he did a couple he did a cover of a Matchbox Twenty song. But what was cool about the way he did his performance was like before every song he would sing, whether it was his originals he wrote, he's written or a cover, he made it all about like wh- how the song meant to him in his life. Right. You know, that reminds me, I'm showing my age again, dude. It reminds me of uh, another show that was on TV back in the day called storytellers, dude. Remember that? Oh yeah. It reminds me of that. I that's do. that's so cool, dude. That I, I did I not do. know that. I did not know that, uh, you yeah. know, Hardy was was a performer, a singer. That's so yeah. cool. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. He had a pretty good set too. I think he sang like ten songs, and he was and it was cool. Was is the covers he did of the songs he sang? Like he did, he did like Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, love it, love it, love it. And he did because uh, he did a little like medley of like um, he did one more light by Lincoln Park. And he was singing songs like he, he sang a song by um, uh, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. Yeah, love it. Uh, oh, like that would love to have been many there. tribute, many, many tribute, you know, to like some singers that have passed away recently within the last, you know, four or five years. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely, oh, that wasn't even my point though. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about the weather. Uh, it's funny because down here, people freak out about the weather down here in Southern Indiana. Kind of, Probably like how you guys would freak out if you came here. And as I'm from being as that I'm from like the North, I'm not like, you know, like Indianapolis is about two hours away, but still, you know, it's, it's further North where it gets colder and, you know, there's more snow up there down here, man, these people, they freak out about an inch of snow. Like they closed. I'm not kidding. Victor. They closed like almost entire school system over like a dusting of snow. See, dude, we like, don't we, no, we don't. don't we don't get we don't get snow like that over here. So, but I do get the sentiment, and I do get the idea mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. freaking out of freaking mm-hmm. out over weather, dude. Because yep. over here in Southern California, we get a little drizzle of rain, and people are freaking out, forgetting how to drive, and. It's just like monsoon season is here with half an inch of rain. So it's like, ah, dude, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I get it. I get it wholeheartedly. I get it. Yeah. It's so funny to me, but yeah. So I'm it's 34 degrees here. It's nice and sunny. I got nice, some nice uh, sunshine coming into the office I work out of in here. And uh, yeah, man. Um, That's cool, the- dude. I'm, 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 I'm excited about that Jeff Hardy uh, clip, though, man. I got to go check that out. Yeah, you can go check that out, man. I that, that's cool, dude. I did not know that. I, I didn't know that he, he sang. And I, I caught the Facebook post. I didn't read it, though, because I'm not going to lie. I sent, when you sent the message last night just to double check to make sure we're good to go, I saw it. It came up on my feed. But <laughs> it was, you know, it was pretty late on my yeah. end, too. So I was like, dude, I'll check it out yeah. tomorrow. So cool. now that you're mentioning it, and I did yeah. see a signing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, dude. I'll talk to you about it tomorrow. Yeah, but uh, I didn't know that there was a clip of him playing, so I got to go back and I got to go check that out. Oh, I don't have a clip of him performing. No, no, not the performing. Oh, just it was yeah. just the signing. Yeah, oh, I, I don't right. have I don't have a clip of him performing yet, but I do have one that I got because oh, I wanted to hear my the battery audio was about that. to die on my phone. 
So I gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I get like at least one, you know, video of him singing. So I got, I did. But uh, last question yeah. about this, dude. Uh, how big was the uh, audience, man? Was it a big crowd? Did you get a small, intimate setting? No, so, I'll tell you what. I've been to a lot of concerts, and this by far is the smallest venue I've ever been in. It was really small, like no joke. It was in this like factory, like you know. I'm sure you guys have these in California, but you know those like warehouses where it's one of those big building, big long buildings, and they split up the businesses, and it's in a factory type warehouse deal, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and you got several businesses. Yeah, it was like that. It was a really, 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 really small place. Um. I would say smaller than like a bingo hall. Oh, really? Almost well, was it probably filled, was the it size. The people though. Yeah, like over three hundred people. Yeah. Three hundred plus, huh? Wow. Yeah, that, that is was about as much as they could carry in there. And um, it was a very tiny venue. I have photos. I'll, I got more photos to post. I just haven't posted them yet. But um, I, I have photos to post on on Facebook, and I'll post them on my Twitter too. Dude, you should send that. You should post at least one of them on our on our on our uh, Dragoncast feed. Dude, yeah, just so that people those. can yeah, check that out. You know, to, 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 sure, to pair it up with for those that are listening, up with the well, show. Yeah, check yeah. them out. Yeah, but um, it's it was tiny, and it was really cool too because uh, I've always been a big fan of the Hardy Boys. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big um, I'm a fan of wrestling, but in the sense of like I like the the storytelling in wrestling I, like, I mean i like the action itself too but i don't really watch it as much as i used to anymore like when i was younger and stuff um i have friends that that that, that they watch it pretty regularly so that's kind of how i keep up with it and um i've always been a big fan of matt and jeff hardy and uh so it was a real, it was a real treat to, to get to meet jeff last night um which is crazy because i got i bought my ticket to go meet him back in july he's had to cancel like three different times Oh yeah, it's that pandemic. The first, time got, yeah, dude. the first time he actually got COVID, and he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't perform or anything. So, but um, what was really cool was the way he, after he did his his set, you know, like his whole set list, he got down on the, he sat down at the edge of the stage and he was like answering questions and stuff, and it was really cute. Like this little kid was like, because Jeff Hardy, for those who don't know, he he uh, he paints his face when he wrestles. Like he always, he, he does this really cool face paint. He does, you have to look him up, check it out. And uh, so this kid was like, why do you paint your face? <clears throat> he goes, I'll tell you why. So he sat Indian style on the floor with this kid. It was the cutest thing ever. It was like telling him why he does his face paint. It was adorable. That's, that's cool, dude. I, I love, I love that intimacy. I love when, you know, uh, these, these icons, these people that we look up to, man, take the time to, to, to converse with, with their fans and, you know that, that that's cool, dude. I, I I love to see that kind of stuff, especially when the kids are getting involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you have to think too. I mean, in in the WWE and in, in in most most of these wrestlers, you know, they work with like all these charity cup organizations, like Make a Wish and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you have to understand. Like, there was a story he told us about this kid who he wrote one of his songs. He wrote was about a fourteen year old kid that died. And I forget the like uh, details of the story, but it was really sad. And he was like crying when he sung this song. Yeah, and I'm just dude, thinking to myself, man, you know, yeah. I'm just thinking like, you know, for what these guys do, 
they get some really cool like opportunities with like these kids who um you know as someone who myself who has worked with make-a-wish before and done charity events um you know with various different charities like extra life and stuff like that yeah and i've seen these kids who are dying or who who were dying and you know got to you know got to better you know having the opportunity like that you know like john cena for instance he's uh, we're we're going to be talking about John Cena in a second. We're talking about Peacemaker. We're talking about TV in this episode. And, um, you know, he, he has done more Make-A-Wish. I think he has done more Make-A-Wish wishes for kids than, like, anybody. And when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's fantastic. But, like, the flip side is that's got to be, like, some really hardcore stuff to, like, deal with emotionally. Heavy, you know, dude. Like, super heavy. Like, can you imagine, like, all the kids he has seen and god knows how many have passed away hopefully not many if any but that's got to take a toll on on you you know so yeah, i think it does dude definitely man because you know you you walk into these situations and and like you said they're, they're performers man they're wrestlers and mm-hmm. you got to go in there and you got to put a brave face on you know that they're some dire situations some of them obviously more mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, more, 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 more serious than others, mm-hmm. but you got to go in there and you got to put on the smiles. You got to make sure that everyone's good and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's, that take, I think that takes a heavy toll, man. It's, it's pretty hard to do that. Oh, and then to do it so, down. so many times, man, to do it so many times, Yeah, you know, it's not easy to, so you got to give them props, especially, you know, everybody that deals with that stuff. I know our good friend KJ, you know, she deals with Make-A-Wish Foundation too. A good a good question to ask you would be how many wrestlers, you know, she's actually gone through yeah. with the program on. Yeah. But uh, but but anyways, you know, there's a lot of people that that a lot of great people that work in organizations like that that try to bring those those smiles there for some pretty grave situations. So um it's hard, dude. It's got to be heavy. It's got to, it's got to take a toll, man. So I'm really curious to see uh, what they do to prepare. What kind of stuff do they, do they, do they, uh, like, do they meditate? Do they have some kind of routine to, to make sure that they can bring their best for these situations? So that, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's curious. I'm really curious to know what's up with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, I myself, I've not been to, I have not visited like a children's hospital, like some of the people I know have that I've done and done these charity w- events for, but we've had kids that were at like hospitals, like Riley hospital for children, for instance, up in, in Indianapolis, which I did a lot of, um, charity work with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I've never been to like any of these hospitals, but I can't imagine for for these people like John Cena and, and even Jeff Hardy who you know have have had to or who have you know who have wanted to make these kids' wishes come true. You know the what that does to you. You know, like what's that like emotionally? Um, I mean, it probably just puts things in perspective, really, like where you are in your life, your career, how blessed you are to be. Yeah, for I sure. For me, I know for me, if I ever had that opportunity, if I was ever like, if I ever had any like level of like celebrity and to the point where children wanted to see me as their last wish, dude, think about that. Think about yeah, that. right. Like these kids, cause I know like these kids, they only get one wish granted. 
And I think some of them can get more than one. It kind of depends on. So I, I've talked to you know KJ about this before, and you know they some of the wishes are like one one wish was like a kid wanted to go to Gen Con a few years back, and KJ helped with that. And I remember you know talking with her about that and mm-hmm, how that mm-hmm. was so emotional for her because you know this kid, you know he wanted to go to the biggest. Uh, he's a huge uh, tabletop gaming fan, and he wanted to go. Uh, to Gen Con, that was his. That was his wish. So I mean, can you imagine like being so famous, and so big, a celebrity that like these children, they want to see you as their like last big thing, like possibly last big thing. But that would that's insane. Yeah, dude, that that that's heavy, man. That's, that's what that heavy. is. That that's heavy. That's really heavy, dude. Like yeah, that is heavy. And um. You know, for, for people like John Cena, you know, I give that man a lot of props because he uh, I didn't really care for his wrestling career. <laughs> OK, but that's just kind of got how he got written into wrestling. That's not really necessarily his fault so much, but I will say that I like him as a person. And uh, he's, he's done so much charity. He's done so much good things for children. Um. I can't imagine how that impacts him. I mean, that's gotta be like confirmation of like him doing the right thing in life. Um, yeah. Yeah. He gets yeah. To do stuff like that. And I, and I was, you know, and I, even last night, you know, we brought up the whole Jeff Hardy thing. I was talking with some people. I was getting to kind of know some people. Cause it was just me that went, uh, my wife's not really big into wrestling. I mean, she, she says she's not, but <laughs> she's yeah. Getting, right. I think she's getting it. <laughs> this doesn't want to like admit it yet. By no, association, but, she likes right, association, right? right? <laughs> well, it's funny because we'll watch like a wrestling pay per view, and she'll be like, "Oh, is that Ronda Rousey wrestling?" So I'm like, "Oh, I thought you weren't really, you know, into it." Yeah, <laughs> you catch you catch those glimpses, huh? you catch those. Yeah, moments. man. So I caught you slipping, babe. Yeah, slipping. Yep, yep. No, but <laughs> that's I'm, good, man. I'm sitting there, and you know, like I, I can't imagine. Um, you know, there's different levels of celebrity. There's like you know, famous talk show hosts and stuff. But like when you're a famous person and you have an action figure, like can, like I just can't imagine signing boxes of just me in a box. That'd be so yeah, weird. right. Like seeing people have my face on their shirt or a, a, an, an action figure of me, like that's so crazy to me. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, that like, is pretty crazy, dude. And, that, and but that, that's like that's... all those people stuff, dude. It was insane. No, that's cool, dude. That that's cool, man. I, I like I said, I love seeing that kind of stuff. I like seeing the 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 how do you call this, man? Like like the humility, dude. I like I like I like humbleness. Yeah. I love I love yeah. to be able to see that, dude. I yeah, you have my face on my shirt, you know, but that doesn't mean I got a big head, you know. I'll take the time to talk to you. I'll take the time to <laughs> converse yeah. with you, you know. That kind of stuff is is the stuff I love to see. It's that other stuff when you know you get pushed away or whatever the case may be because someone just feels a little too big for for the little guy for lack of a better word you know but i like a better phrase but um but that's cool dude that's why i was like oh that's so cool dude you know like you just mentioned with jeff hardy indian yeah. style sitting on the floor talking to a kid you know science stuff chatted with the audience you know got a little intimate that's pretty mm-hmm. cool dude I, I love seeing that. i love hearing about that stuff yeah man it's, it's really cool to see that kind of stuff and uh that's why I love to go to things like that, you know, and uh, you kind of get a little personal with the person, you know, 
Yeah, for sure. And and I, and I don't doubt it if John Cena is the same way, dude. I mean, that guy's face is everywhere, dude, including on oh, TV. Yeah, now. Like, like like you just like you said, you know, we 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 first met him uh, on wrestling. And then from wrestling, just like many others before him, man, he branched out into TV. Uh, he branched out to other things, commercials and whatnot, because I see him on TV all the damn time with these commercials. Mm-hmm. But uh, but his show, man, Peacemaker, talk to me about it. Yeah, man. So on this episode, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about TV. And, uh, you know, we, we cover a lot of different types of things here on this show. Um, and uh, especially when we uh, for those who don't know. Uh, when this show comes out, it'll be the 21st. So, Vid, during the month, the domain will be open for business. Ready okay. to go, man. I can't yeah. believe it's going to be a month away already. We are a month away, man. You excited? Super yeah. excited. I can't wait to get this thing off the ground. We got uh, we got a month away for the domain opened up. Uh, the, the website, you can go to it now. It's just a countdown meter right now, but countdown timer. But um on that day we're gonna have all sorts of articles for you guys some reviews our thoughts on stuff you know i might write you know my thoughts on peacemaker for instance i haven't finished it yet um so this show oh my god so i i i want to say this we've been talking about wrestlers we'll keep that theme going for a little bit so i really like the rock as an entertainer okay i think dwayne johnson does a hell of a job as a uh, as an actor. Um, of course, you know he he did a freaking amazing job as an actor on on WWE. WWE. Yeah, but yeah, uh, for sure. John Cena, what an awesome person! That's a, he he is. Uh, it's so crazy because I don't really talk him up when it comes to him in the wrestling business. Um, but man, oh man, the dude does a hell of a job as an actor. And um, there's a movie he did called Blockers. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> remember that movie? Chicken, chicken that blockers, movie? quote unquote. <laughs> that yeah. movie, though? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that movie was that just real quick. I'm going to touch base on that movie real quick. That, yeah. that movie was really cool for me because, um, you know, you typecast entertainers, dude. John Cena was at that point in time nothing but a wrestler to me. So to see him in that role kind of like, you know, (laughs) flip the switch for me. You know what I mean? Like it completely changed that perspective and that perception of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he did that movie, which was really funny. Um, I think for me, so he, he, to be, to be fair, he's been doing movies for a while. He did the Marine, which I never watched. Um, They tried to type, they tried to cast him as more serious roles, but no, this man is a fucking comedian. That's just it. Yeah, he dude. Yeah, he's got a comedy. face for that. Yeah, he needs to be in comedy. Comedy is like, dude, put the man. Uh, he did uh, what was it, Daddy's Home too, or something like that? Remember Daddy's Home too? That Mel Gibson, uh, Mark Wahlberg. He was in that movie. Uh, I remember that was watching comedy, that, dude. Yeah. And that was funny. Yeah. Um, but Peacemaker. So f- for those who don't know, Peacemaker D- is a DC Comics character. Um, I believe he was also part of the Watchmen at one point. Not the movie, I don't think. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I have very limited. I'll tell you guys. I have very limited knowledge when it comes to DC. I'm a Marvel guy. 
So like, yeah, I'm not so sure. Sh- was it? I think it was a Suicide Squad, wasn't it? it I don't was, know, dude. It was. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the same was. boat as you. I'm you're, not too too big right. on it though. You're right. My, but I'm just saying in general. My knowledge of the DC universe, and I'm not just talking like the the, the movie universe. I'm not like in general is extremely limited to like Batman, <laughs> Superman, <laughs> yeah, Green yeah. Lantern, um, and I guess the Justice League, and that's probably it. Now, when it comes to Marvel, I could talk to you all day long about like the X Men and the Fantastic Four, and we would go on and on about Marvel. But, Let's uh, touch base on that real quick, though. Let me touch base real quick on that. Yeah. And I believe that that the movie studios have the biggest part to play in that. Not only because you know oh, the comics are its own thing, only because the comics yeah. are awesome on their own right. DC and yeah. Marvel have amazing stories and amazing comics. No absolutely. knock on them whatsoever. But Marvel has done a better job in their cinematic universe to bring those stories to the masses where a lot of people are now familiar with the Marvel lines. And DC has not been able to accomplish that at all, dude. That's why Batman is pretty much it. (laughs) They had a couple of Green Lantern movies that weren't all that great. And, uh, (laughs) you know, that that's just what it is, man. Yeah. But that's why we're struggling with this. That's why we're struggling with the the, the DC universe here. Well, I mean... Not only that, Victor, but DC wanted to like speed run what Marvel had to take time to do when it came to cinematic universes. Because Marvel had like Iron Man, you know, it all started with Iron Man in like, it was like 2009. That was a while back, dude. Yeah. Something like that. And They've had like over 20 movies to establish the Avengers and every single character. Whereas you've got DC who's like, oh, we got to speed run this shit. So we need to do this like fast. So they had Man of Steel and then they did the, the Batman v Superman movie. Then they did what was it, like Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Then they did uh, the Justice League. I mean, they just did it so, so quick. And at back such to back, a, a lot of back to back there, yeah. yeah. And it was at such like a speed run pace. And I, I remember when these movies started coming out because I liked Man of Steel. And I'll tell you guys something right now: I am not a Superman fan. I'm not a Superman fan. I I don't like Superman. And um, I don't like Superman because he's it, he's just too easy. He's like God mode. Like you know, he's like I'm God mode. I, I have all the cheat codes, except Kryptonite. <laughs> Stupid. That's just the stupidest thing ever. But whatever. But I liked Man of Steel, and and I mean they picked the great the, the right guy to play uh, as to play him, Henry, yeah, Henry Cavill. So I mean I loved Man of Steel, and it really got me liking Superman in that aspect. And then they did all these other movies and stuff, and I'm just like, whoa, like slow down, like tell these stories, like I don't, you know, like you know, uh, tell these stories, build up to this Justice League, like show us who these people are. You know, uh, you know. Then they then they rushed like Batman in there, and they had Ben Affleck play Batman. Which, by the way, I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't mind Ben Affleck playing Batman. I didn't mind it. I liked that version of Batman because he's an older, more refined Bruce Wayne. You know, with the gray hair, um, Alfred's older. You know, and things like that. I kind of dug that. Yeah, that's right. They were just trying to speed run this shit. It's like, dude, slow down, like. You cannot do what Marvel, it took Marvel like 10 plus years to do. You can't do that in like five or six years. You got to like build this up, dude. They didn't even like do a uh, a damn like Batman, individual Batman movie for Ben Affleck's character. 
But I guess yeah. they why they didn't do that because they wanted him to be like older and you know they didn't want to do another origin story. Which I don't like origin stories in movies, by the way. I just don't. Um, you know, I don't like origin just, stories for superheroes. It's just it's just they they keep they keep they keep I don't want to call it a reboot, man, but they keep restarting this, and it's yeah. like they're taking a step yeah. back, you know, and yeah. and. We can only have so much Batman in our faces before we're yeah. like, dude, you know, there's other characters. In you gotta DC, like man. show me some new shit. Like, give yeah. me, give me more, right? I don't want, I, and I, don't get me wrong, I love Batman, and I really yes, can't wait. For sure. I really can't wait for this new Batman movie coming up here in a few weeks. Does the Batman with Robert Pattinson? That looks freaking. It awesome. looks good. It looks real good. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm here for it. But I want more than just Batman. Like, do, like make make a good. We deserve a good Green Lantern movie, damn it! Like that Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we don't have Ryan that. Ryan take that movie. Like we need a good Green Lantern movie. Establish these characters, you know. So um, Wonder Woman was great. I liked the first Wonder Woman movie. I didn't really. I didn't even watch. I didn't like eighty four. Eighty four was. I haven't I didn't watched like it at all, dude. Didn't like it at all. Eighty four, but like I, I liked the first one a lot. That was really good. But I mean, honestly, like. Um, you know, establish these characters better, establish your superheroes better. And, um, but back to Peacemaker, man. <laughs> so, so Peacemaker, uh, yeah, it, it, he's from the uh, 2021 The Suicide Squad, which I don't understand these fucking names and these titles. Why are they making these movie titles so ridiculous? But um, anyway, it's The Suicide Squad movie. And uh, yes, it, it does. Um, it does split off from Suicide Squad, which is so weird to me. It, it is um, weird, dude. It is. Uh, and if you haven't seen, I'll tell you this. If you haven't seen either Suicide Squad movie, just skip the first one. Skip the first one. The first one's bad. I didn't like the first one. Um, I didn't really care for Jared Leto as the Joker. I don't know. Some people liked him. I didn't. But um, anyway. 2021 Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad movie was fantastic, hands down, great, great movie. Lots of banter, lots of comedy, really, really well. It was a movie that you know the characters didn't take themselves seriously, which is how they're supposed to be. If you've ever read, if you've ever read Suicide Squad, yep, I've read a couple yep, of Suicide yep, Squad yep, comments. Yep. That's how those characters are supposed to be. Um, so Peacemaker's character, John Cena's in that movie. If you want to watch Peacemaker, you really do need to watch this movie. You've got to go see. You've got to watch the Suicide Squad. It's on HBO uh, Max. And um, so the, the show Peacemaker takes place immediately after the film, like immediately after the film ends. And uh, I'm going to say something, man. This is a character that John Cena was made for. This is, if there was any, if there's ever been a role that was like made for someone or, or whatever, definitely John Cena. You got this man walk around his underwear trying to fight people, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you know, you got him um, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and it works, and it works so well. Dude, like, but you got to give the premise why it works so well, man. And, and, I, think, and I think that the uh, – I think his uh, – I want to say wrestling persona, but when you look at John Cena, dude, he's built like a hero, dude. That dude is big. You know, he's muscular. He looks like he's a man for justice. You know what I mean? So yeah. with Peacemaker, man, it, it's like if he takes that persona and just ramps it up where, dude, I want peace. I want justice. And we're going to achieve it however means necessary, man. <laughs> so 
you know, he's built for that. He's ready to go and he's willing to do whatever it needs to be done to keep the peace. And I think that's where the comedy and that's where, you know, it, it turns into a fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, John Cena, uh, he delivers exceptionally well on this show. And I haven't finished it. I'm halfway through the show. Um, there's eight episodes. And um, I mean, there's so much packed into each episode. And it does such a great job of telling this story um about peacemaker um i can't really talk about story because it gives away so much stuff like there's so many things i want to talk about but i'm not going yeah. to for spoiler yeah, no, reasons no, can't do the storylines yeah but uh i'll say this his father um in in the show is played by robert patrick which was like the t-1000 in the terminator movie terminator 2 yeah mm-hmm. and his dad is a racist piece of shit in this show <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so there's that i'm not gonna give any more away but um the interaction it's, between it's, him and his father is pretty fucking hilarious i'll say that it's, it's 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 good dude i mean like i said it's good writing uh who who did this james gunn i think james gunn did james this, gunn right? did yeah yeah so it's like uh you know it's gonna be well written man and and john cena is is already in his stride with his chops he knows what he can and can't do and like you said dude i completely agree with you in that aspect that john cena john cena was made for comedy and with the right writing with the right role which this seems to be it right here man that dude's gonna shine so uh uh it's halfway is it is this done i think this whole first season is done right but um yeah yeah what's up so yeah, so like, how how far along the show have you? I've already gone. I've gone to the whole thing yet because I think the first season is out, right? Yeah. So the first season is out, um, and what HBO Max does, unlike like Netflix, for example, they don't put the whole show out at once like Netflix does. They do it like very episodically, so each week, kind of like you know the Mandalorian or shows on Disney Plus do. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, I had known about Peacemaker and I've been meaning to catch it. And so I decided to go ahead and just start watching it when the whole show was already out. So last week, the season finale came out and uh, I'm four episodes in and oh my God, I have, I have laughed so much at every episode in the show. <laughs> yeah. It's that crude comedy, man. I love it. It's, I think it's really good. Yeah. Too. And what's great is, is like, you know, you got a guy like John Cena who, who, for a majority of his career, he played the good guy. And when you hear the things he says come out of his mouth in this show, you're like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and you know, you're speaking about the funny. Good, yeah. Speaking about the good guy, man, because this is going to be the interesting part about this show is, yeah. is as we're watching it and as we see what's going on, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, he looks like he's a guy of justice, a guy for peace, you know, mm-hmm. but I love these characters that have that other aspect to him. So is, is, is this guy really a hero or is he an anti-hero? Is he a villain? Cause he's, the things he's, he's doing, you know what I, I mean? mean? I mean, he's kind of like the anti-hero. I mean, and that's kind of funny because his heroics get questioned a lot in the show by the supporting cast. And um, so, I mean, yeah, his his heroics get kind of questioned a lot. And you really learn about Peacemaker's past, especially with his dad being such a racist prick that he is. Yeah, definitely um, plays a role. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, a whole lot more behind his dad than just being the racist that he is. 
but I'm not going to go there because of spoilers. <clears throat> but um, they they really humanize his character in a way because like in, in in the movie, you know, in a movie you only get like about two hours of of this character and that's it, and which was more than enough to establish him and for a TV show. And the and the way the movie the, the Suicide Squad movie ends is is a perfect setup for the show. And I like how it definitely it, I mean literally the last scene of the movie it picks up like right after that in the first episode. So I mean if you're gonna watch Peacemaker and you haven't watched it yet, definitely you got you got to watch the movie. Uh, which I mean you should watch it anyway. It's it, the movie itself is fucking hilarious. And, and when you watch the movie, the movie is going to set up the show to what you can expect from the show. So if you've watched the Suicide Squad movie, which you got to watch, like I said, you already know the kind of humor that's going to be involved. There is, you know, some serious stuff. I mean, this, like, for instance, Peacemaker has this sidekick called Vigilante. <laughs> yeah, what a, a name, total, right? <laughs> he's a total nerd. <laughs> but he's a fucking badass <laughs> and um and uh his character is hilarious um and uh but the, but the, but the show is this is great it's a great show and um i'm looking forward to finishing the season i'm probably going to finish the season I'll, I'll definitely finish it by the time we do another show and uh the thing is is there's a lot of DC shows, you know, out there, and I've never watched a DC show. There's, you know, there's Arrow, there's, you know, Smallville, there's Doom Patrol. Yeah, dude, I, I which is also on boat. HBO Max. And, and there's so many of those shows that are from the DC universe I've never watched. And I was like, well, I know the setup for this show because I watched the movie, so I'm definitely gonna watch the show. And what's great about this too is like they reference like Batman. Like, there's one time where he's like, "Oh yeah, Batman's just a rich guy in a, in a costume he bought. He's such a fucking pussy," you know. Like he says that, <laughs> and it's so great because he he's always talking shit about Batman. And I'm like, yes, like <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. It's it's good, man. Because I'm telling it's you, so man, it completely changes the perspective uh, perspective of the, of the guy but not only that, like i said the, the writing is good james gunn does a yeah. great job with the writing on this show yeah. and i and i i just a tidbit of information i could be wrong here but i think that james gunn wrote this like out of boredom dude i think he i i, I think know. the story i think the story goes that when covid first started he started writing this thinking that it was never going to be picked up because you know yeah. it's peacemaker and you know who cares about this guy or whatever mm -hmm. so he ended up writing it out of boredom dude and this is what he came up with this is amazing dude mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that's the story i gotta look it up but i'm pretty well, sure that's what happened you can definitely tell that it's a james gunn show because of the soundtrack so yeah yeah you know, james gunn did guardians of the galaxy a galaxy yep and um it has one of those intros you don't want to skip because it's so funny. It's like this big dance routine. Yeah, that's right. Uh, at the beginning of each episode. It's like you don't want to skip the intro because it's just it's hilarious. But <clears throat> there's tons of like bands in here that these different um, these other bands cover, do covers of, which is really good. So, I mean, you know, that's what I like about James Gunn is – he gets the music. Um, 
that go that should go with the incorporates um, it well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he incorporates the, the the soundtrack well with the theme of the show. Um, so I mean, uh, you know, if you're a James Gunn fan, you should definitely watch the show too. Um, I think it's great that he got to do something for DC and Marvel. That's kind of sick that he got to do. Yeah, that. right. He's playing both sides. That's that's pretty something awesome. For right each. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of nice, you know, because we're waiting on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which. James Gunn just announced that you will never see the Guardians of the Galaxy again after this movie. Because I think he just kind of wants to, you know, he wants to move on. But Peacemaker, go watch it, guys. It's it's such a freaking hilarious show. It's so damn funny. Like, for real, go catch it. Um, you will not be disappointed. There, there's just, You will laugh probably throughout most of each episode. You'll, you'll just, it's just not almost nonstop comedy. But it has its moments of, like, seriousness. You know, like, going through um, Chris, that's Peacemaker's name. His, his yes, movie, mm-hmm. and getting to know him on a deeper level. You know, there was a there was a flashback in the last episode I watched of him as a kid, and man, there's some messed up. You find out a lot of messed up shit about his kid. So I will give this away. He doesn't really know a lot about his past himself, and so he's trying to get like a hold of his own file, his own dossier about his past, and so. This last episode, he found out a lot of stuff that they're like, oh, shit. So um, they do give you reasons to care about his character, but also you're just like, he's a, he, he's like an idiot. He is a, he is like, <laughs> it's like, because he doesn't like really have a super like power without like his helmet. Because it's no, his, he's like a master of firearms and whatnot, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but like. Other than that, his probably his other superpower is just how stupid he is, and his dumb luck is what gets him out of situations. I'll put most that. people most people would call that blunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just super blunt, dude. Just, That's what it but is. It, but it's his dumb luck that gets him out of all, yeah, the, all these yeah. situations he's in. So, um, let's see another show. Um, Stranger Things season four is coming out soon. Do you watch Stranger Things? I, I did, and I have, and I'm all caught up there too. So I'm looking forward to that one coming out. Did they already announce a date? And I know it's sometime this yeah, year, right? It's uh, it's in May, I believe. May. Oh, that's a lot closer than I thought. Okay, let's nice. See. Uh, let me see. Season four is coming out. Well, maybe. It's like in May. <laughs> I think it's got to be in May. It's got to be soon, right? I know that yeah, I know it's coming out this year. I know that for sure. But uh, yeah, man, I want I need to know what went down with Hopper and uh, what's going on with the uh, the Russian setting there. So May twenty seventh, twenty seventh, May twenty seventh. Yeah. right now. Now, did you hear the other big news? Talk uh, to me. They announced that uh, the next season is the last season. Oh, that's it. Storyline's going to be done, huh? Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Oh, dude. So, so what they're doing is, and they're doing this thing that I don't really care for. Um, that a lot of shows do, movies do this shit too. They're doing like a season five part one and a season five part two or something like that. Oh yes, yes, yes. I've seen this. And uh, Walking Dead is Walking Walking Dead is doing that right now with like their final season, season nine. I think is how far they are. Yeah, and. I used to be a big Walking Dead fan, then I stopped after like 
I don't know if you if you've watched Strangers or if you've watched uh, Walking Dead or where you were in the show if you ever did watch it, but you know Negan. Um, I, I think I stopped in like the season after he took out some of the main characters, like that. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel, there was I feel a season finale where he there was a season finale where he took out some characters and we didn't know who they were until the next season's first episode. That season was my last season I watched, and then because here's my thing about we're talking about TV. My thing about TV is you really have I don't know if it's maybe like I have like ADHD or something I don't know. Um, you have to really captivate me to keep me watching your show for like past five seasons or more. And, you know, like people keep saying, oh, you should watch Supernatural. Dude, I don't have my entire life devoted to that show. That show's got like 20 some seasons. No, I'm good. Like, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. And it was kind of like that with The Walking Dead, where it was like, I know they have a lot to tell because of the comics. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus Christ, like, you know, I don't want to be trying to watch this show still for another nine more years or whatever you know, come to an end. So I will give um, the guys who write Stranger Things, I always forget their name. They're, they're, they're brothers that do it. I forget their name. And and sorry for those listening, if I forgot. Um, the Duffer, uh, Matt and Ross Duffer. There we go. The Duffer brothers. <clears throat> um, they have decided to go ahead and put a cap on it on season five, but they're doing it in like, I think it's like volume one, volume two or some shit like that, which I'm like, okay, you guys got to milk this too. By the way, Walking Dead is milking it so hardcore that they're doing a, a season nine, part one, two, and three. Yeah, I just heard about that not too long ago. And not only that, dude, they're it's also like, got like spinoff shows. They got spinoff shows and movies yeah, that are still on, shows. on the works. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, they're trying to milk this for what it's worth. But um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to speak real quickly in terms of, of, of the way. How do you say this, man? Like, you know how there's a lot of story to tell, but you lose interest after a certain while. And yeah. then you kind of drafts out, like you said, you 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 stopped after Negan showed up. Yeah. I, I'm I'm caught up, dude. I've caught the latest episode of The Walking Dead, the main series. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, it's funny you mentioned this because I just had a conversation with my wife about this about a week or so ago, uh-huh. questioning yeah. when it was going to come back. And that's because we've already spent so much of our time in this storyline that yeah. we're already like we got to finish it through. We got to see it through. We got to see how this is going to end now because. I don't want to stop now, <laughs> even though the show did lose some of its quality and it got some of it back. Well, I shouldn't say quality, but it did lose its way a bit. And now that it kind of picked it up again, it's like, well, you know what? I got to finish the story because I'm a big story guy. Once I start the story, I got to finish. it. So it's like, I need to know how this is going to end. I know how the comic ends, but how is the show going to end? So we've already invested the time we've already invested you know what we invested in to catch this show mm-hmm. so we need to make sure we finish it off so that's where we are but it was a drag for a short while dude we we're like dude we got another walking dead to watch uh we'll watch it later watch it later it's recorded we'll watch it later yeah you know what i mean yeah so that that's where we were at one point and and we record the shows we never watch them live it's always watching the night after or you know the day after but um that's just how it is with me, man. Like, like you mentioned a ADHD. I don't know if that's what it is. It could just be a matter of, dude, you've already, you know, invested. The, you can't invest that time anymore because the story you know. just doesn't captivate you. Well, I think it's because there's just so much new stuff coming out, like Peacemaker and a few other, you know, we're getting to a few other shows too, that my time and my love, you know, I will say that like there, I love Walking Dead with for what I watched of it. 
And, um, you know, when they had, when Rick was on the show and you had Herschel and they were at the farm, mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be my, like, that was my favorite parts of the show. And now they're doing all this stuff with like Meridian, all this, you know, I, I do like hear about it from time to time with Maggie and, and I know um, Norman Reedus' character and he, I guess he hasn't been killed yet. I think he's going to probably die. I don't know, but like, <laughs> who knows at this point? Um, <clears throat> but me personally, I probably, I, me personally, I probably would have had his character die like a few seasons ago just to piss off everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and uh which by the way i got to meet uh i met carl did i tell you that i met carl from the walking dead like a few months ago no dude you didn't mention that at all yeah yeah that was kind of cool talk to him for a little bit yeah he's at a conference <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> dude you gotta tell him about that like yeah man i don't watch your show anymore but i did when you were on there <laughs> oh you know you know once you know that that's you know? just the case right he's he's yeah like don't watch the show anymore so i don't know well man. i think it's because too like all the good care, all the characters that I really cared a lot about aren't on there very much anymore now or at all. So as far as I know, I mean, you know, I, will there be a time where I'll probably say, you know, let me go ahead and watch the whole show. I'll finish it. Now that's all out. You know, if it's all on Netflix, I'll be like, okay, I'll watch this at my own pace. Cause you know, I am going to be curious about how they end the show. Um, but but that. it's hard. It, it's hard, dude, because we're gamers. And, you know, when we game, you know what happens when you go back to a game that you haven't played for, like, months? You, dude, you start over. <laughs> you start all over. I have that problem with video games where I'm like. I do, man. <laughs> I, I, like, currently, I have this problem. Where I bounce back and forth between, like, four or five different games on three different consoles. So, like, I'll go to play a game, and I'm trying to play it like I'm playing it on an Xbox. And I'm like, wait, no, wait, hold on. I can't wait. No, wait. That's not right. <laughs> Especially Dude, like I, I, when, when you're playing a, a game on the Switch and because you know, like the PlayStation and the Xbox controllers, the A button and the X button are like yes. the select button. Uh-huh. But then when you go to the Switch, it's the damn A button and they put it in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So then you're like, Dude, I gotta, I gotta relearn this, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I gotta relearn how to play this game. Or then you get, or then you go back to a game you ain't played in months and you're like, What happened in this game? Can I get a recap? I think video games should have a recap mode. Where you just Dude, that's like- what happened. This is why I haven't finished. Uh, what was the game you recommended? Forbidden City, man. I started that and then I stepped away from it. And I'm like, dude, what did I do? Got to go back. Try video again. games need a so damn recap like- mode. Like, can we get a recap mode? Like, oh, welcome back. Here's what has happened in the Forbidden City since you played it last time. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just a recap this- mode. Let me recap mode. Make it happen. Devs. Anyway. Um. But yeah, like I just don't know. Like I can't get into shows that I have this thing. I have this complex. I don't like this complex, but I'm trying to break away from it. Peacemaker's helping me do that. I used to have this thing where if a show, if a show is so stupid, it's just the stupidest thing. It's just me though. I'm weird. <laughs> where if a show is like longer than 30 minutes or more. I have a hard time watching it. And I have this thing where it's like, I don't think you can tell a good story if you have to tell it in, in more than a half hour. That That's how I used to be. I'm not like that very much anymore. Me, if they're saying I watched Walking Dead, those episodes are almost an hour long. Um, but uh, when you have a show, I guess it just depends. Like when you have a show like Peacemaker that really draws your attention and you don't realize you've watched it for 45 minutes, 
that's when I know the show is good. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it does a great job with the pacing. I'm that way with video games too. Like, you know, uh, I'm really like that with books, dude. I have a hard time reading books, dude. Um, yeah, they got to, they ha- the, that the whole pacing, that whole captivating thing. Like, if you can't get me within the first two chapters, and I'm just like, eh, you know, like, you know, how people say, oh, but it, no, keep watching it. It gets good in like episode five. No, it should be good in like episode one. How about that? Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to wait till you get to episode five, with, right? Yeah. You tell me I gotta suffer through four shitty episodes before the the show picks up. Nah, fuck that, dude. I don't want to have to wait <laughs> four episodes. That you know, that's like four hours of my life before something gets good. That's yeah, like, right. That's like two Hollywood theatrical movies I could go see. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do use that method though. I use the three episode rule. Is what I do, man. I'll give a show mm. three episodes to you capture my attention. I give it three because my what about my that mentality... fourth episode, Victor? That fourth? That nah, fourth I'm not one, gonna worry about that. That fourth could be like the moment that it like clicks for you, and then you're just like, this yeah. is this is the way I see it, man. <laughs> episode one is gonna be the intro. So all right, cool. Okay. I, I can I can I can accept that. I'm gonna introduce I'm gonna introduce characters. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then episode two should give me the the beginning of a storyline. Something should be starting up. I should be able to now see. Okay, I see where this show is going. You see a plot. You see a plot. I see a plot for me. You see a plot. And episode episode three should be the all right we're starting now this is should we're be in it we're in it to we should it. be exactly and if it's not then i'm like ah oh, dude yeah you lost me because now you're just dragging shit on them. but wait but what about yeah. your role where you're like i've already watched three episodes i might as well watch the rest of no them. dude th- three episodes is not a half a season it's not you know yeah but two like years but, but of a show on, but it's, hold on but when you have shows like peacemaker that are eight episodes you've almost already watched half a season victor Oh, and that's in Cincinnati. Yeah, I might as well finish so it because you know what? Like, like you just said, like you just said, you know, if three if three episodes is almost half a season, I've already invested half. You've of already story. invested like I a should, quarter of the story. I should already finish that up. They should have yeah. gotten somewhere. You know what yeah. I mean? They should have already. I should have already seen something going on by now, yeah. especially if you're running eight episodes. Yeah. So which they got to hit. They got to hit the ground running at that point. You know. Which I will say, I like that. Um, I really love it when a show. Even a show that looks really amazing, like Peacemaker, like when I watched the trailers for it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I already like I already liked his character anyway. So I was like, hell yeah, I want to watch a full season of this guy, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude, for sure. But I think it's really good that James Gunn wasn't like, we're gonna do like a 15 episode first season. Cause there are because there are shows that like they do that. They're like, yeah, we're gonna do like 10 episodes out the gate. And you're just like, no, you shouldn't do 10 episodes at the gate. I think personally, if you're doing a brand new show, your first season should be six or eight episodes long. You should not be trying to do this really bold thing where like, oh, yeah, well, our first season is going to be 15 episodes. No, it's not. Because, no, I don't I don't think, and I think that's where I struggle with TV a lot of times is some of these shows like at the gate, there's some shows that have 22 episodes in their first season. I'm like, what? 22 did you get like approved for like five more episodes midway through the filming or something that you thought it was that good i don't know but i think a good first season for any brand new show should be six to eight episodes long well the way you got to see it is like this man uh what's what where where are they drawing their content from mm-hmm. i can see why some shows will have a 15 season 20 20 episode season mm-hmm. but that's because the content is there 
we're talking about a series true. a book comic you know what i mean that's very for, true. For, that's a good point for yeah. someone for something like peacemaker that i don't think they have you know uh, the storyline already set in place that yeah, they do they have a general they have some they have some, they have some but not it's not yeah like but they don't it's not fleshed out. out right so james gunn is pretty much drawing this inspiration from i don't want to say thin air but he's got something to work on but it's not so heavy it's not so concrete so he's got some liberties that he's using in yeah. that instance yeah dude do a shorter season to just establish yeah. the character establish the show mm-hmm. You don't need to have a 20 episode season here because the no. content is not there. He's yeah. going to be dragging shit on. So you don't want to do that. But yeah. uh, I, I do see where some of the content is there and it's exciting. So there, and it's, it's, you know, worthwhile. And they'll be like, all right, dude, we have enough to do a good 20 episode season and we should keep, be able to keep people engaged. So I see that. I see both aspects of that. Mm-hmm. But for a brand new franchise, brand new story, brand new everything without any kind of, Source material. Uh, source, source material. Yeah. yeah, you want to do a shorter season for like sure. Eight episodes. I think. I think honestly, even, my thing is, I think honestly, if you have source material, I still think you should do no more than eight episodes, because the first season of any show is you're still it's still an introduction season, right? The, the whole first season, it, you know, so long as your show doesn't get canceled after the first season, because that happens to many shows. As long as your first season has enough good content there, and then to the point where you're like, you 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 hook me at the end of the first season, then let's go ahead and do a let's go ahead and order a ten to fifteen season two, right? But there's also shows where it's like, no, it needs to stay at eight episodes every season, um, because that's just kind of it, it works out for the director, whoever's you know directing the show. I think Stranger Things was like that with every season. I think every season in Stranger Things was like the same amount of um, episodes because they wanted to make sure that they set themselves a certain amount of time to tell each story in each season, mm-hmm. which is good because, you know, if you're doing like eight episodes in once in the first season and 15 episodes in season two, then that's a whole lot more story you have to tell, right? So yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure cram more stuff in there. Yeah. Pretty sure they did they did uh they did it like that with uh the episodes. Let me see, I'm checking here. So first season of Stranger Things was eight episodes. Let's see. How many do you get in season two? Nine episodes in season two. Eight in season three. That's weird. And yeah, but that, I think that's better, dude. I think that's better for everyone involved. You want to have a shorter season. Yeah. Uh, that just means that, you know, you don't have very long production times. Or I should say as I mean, long. You know, yeah. people are not boggled down by, by the time, by the work, by, by the production, by, by everything, dude. It mm-hmm. gives yeah. the actors and everyone involved time to rest. Because you know what, man, that, that's, that's an issue right now, especially for uh, animation studios, man, where they're like churning out 16-hour days to get things done. Yeah, because it's just the production time is just crazy, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think a shorter season is something you definitely want, just for the mental health aspect of some of the of everyone involved, man. Yeah, you gotta give gotta give them a break. Can't be working all the time, dude. Now we can talk about Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, another great show. Dude, uh, I haven't seen season four yet, man. So bro, I can't. You can't spoil that for four? me. No, I haven't. Dude. I, I, when it first came out, we were like, dude, we're going to watch this. The wife and I. But we just <laughs> we haven't jumped to. on it yet. 
you know what happened dude we, we we got caught on another show we were watching some other show called slasher i know it's been around for a while now we were watching that but yeah, so we're watching that. Get your ass on the couch, watch Cobra Kai. God, <laughs> but I haven't seen season four, so yeah, we're, we're Cobra still. Kai. Cobra Kai um, is a fantastic show uh, with some really great source material. Uh, we talk about you want to talk about a show with source material. Cobra Kai has a lot of source material in the in the three um, Karate Kid movies. Karate Kid movies, yeah. And um, you know, I want to say that. I've watched a lot of shows that are based on source material, like, you know, Walking Dead is based off the, um, the comic, mm-hmm. the comics, you know, the, and all that. I think for any, if any show that I've ever watched that was based on source material, Cobra Kai does it the best. That's a, that's my, that's how I feel about that. And they do yeah, it I think, so well. I think, I think, I think it does a great job in the sense that uh, it's not following the source, the source material to a T. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's branching out and it's expanding the universe. It's expanding. Yeah. It's giving you more. You know how people say, oh, man, that was, a great, that was a great show. I really hope they gave me more. That's yeah. what Cobra Kai is to the Karate Kid movies. It's giving yeah. you more. You know, you've always wondered what happened to the, to the characters after the story. Well, Cobra yeah. Kai is going to tell you. Yeah. So that's why I think it's such a great, a great you know, way of, of, of it portraying that source material and expanding on it. And just making it an awesome show, dude. It's really good. So I'm yeah. uh, taking myself. I haven't seen season four yet, but I haven't yeah, seen it. So no spoilers. No, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's, they just, they do such a damn good job of building, um, building up to the next season that you wish you could watch the next season, like right away. Yeah. They have um, done an awesome job with that. They kind of have you almost, dare I say, frothing at the mouth for the next season. Because every season that I've watched, and I know I can speak for my wife on this too, because she absolutely loves. I think that, I think I'm, I would imagine that's her favorite show is Cobra Kai, and um, they do leave you like just like man, you're gonna end it like that. But like that's a good thing because the characters they give you characters to care about. They introduce new characters that are are like or you know they get you interested in or likable, what have you. But they also do a really great job of the setup. And I've seen a lot of TV and we're in, we're, you know, we just finished season. They just wrapped up season, you know, season four is over. And I'm still hooked. It's like, hell yeah, you did it. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like I will say that there's not many shows where I've, you know, I just said earlier, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want a show that has 22 seasons. I don't know, man. I could probably do a 22 season show of Cobra Kai. If they keep it up like this, if they keep it up like this, to the point where they can keep going for 10 seasons. Now I don't, I don't think they're going to do that because according to John Hurwitz um, and I think Josh Held, who also helped create the show, they already have a, like an ending, I think. So I don't think this is going to go on for many more seasons. I'd probably say maybe seven, maybe six or seven seasons, who knows, <clears throat> but it's kind of, it's going to be one of those shows where it's like, man, it's already over. I really wish, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. But God, it's such a great show. I, I think right now, Cobra Kai is probably my favorite TV show. No, for sure. It's, it's really, really good. And, and that just speaks volumes to the cool. storytelling. Again, dude, it always goes back to the writing. It always goes, it always goes back to the storytelling. It goes back to pacing. You want to rush pacing, anything. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You want to make sure that it, it's, it's told in a very 
digestible way that keeps you entertained, that keeps you engaged, that keeps you wanting more. Mm-hmm. And it's not dragging out because the moment things start to drag out, that's when you start losing interest. And yeah. I, I think, like you just said, man, Cobra Kai does a great way of building up to the finale of the season. It does a great way of finishing the show in a way where you're like, dude, I need the next season now. It, yeah. did, it did that for the first three seasons. It was so good that you're like, dude, I got to catch the next one like right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just uh, I'm excited to see the next season. I'm excited to see how that leaves off. Um, but that just, again, speaks volumes to the storytelling, the writing, the pacing. And, dude, I love a good story. We're going to go back to the books. We're going to go back to TV. We're going to go back to movies, man. Yeah. You got to capture that pacing and the audience and the, everything's got to be done in those first couple of episodes, those first 20 yeah. minutes of a movie. It's got to be engaging. It's got to be to that point where you know this is a good movie because it's well-written. Hooked me. It engaged me. I, it got my attention. First 20 minutes, you lose me, dude. That's it. I'm done. I don't finish watching this movie. I'll go do something else. Or first three episodes for me. Dude, it's nothing. <laughs> I, you haven't, I haven't feel anything for this yeah. show. I'm, I'm going to drop it now. I'm not going to bother with the rest of it. So, you know, that's just how it is, man. Yeah, Cobra Kai is another one. Um, you know, you've got The Mandalorian, which is so good. Have you watched that? I only caught the first season of that. I haven't gone back to the second. You gotta watch that. That's a, that's that's like one of my top five right now. Book of Boba Fett was really good too, uh, which which is a spinoff. Um, I think I like I think that Book of Boba Fett is more like Mandalorian season two point five. I think it was kind of like we need to build a bridge between season two and season three of Mandalorian, which hasn't came out yet. Season yeah, three. I didn't catch the second season of Mando, so I didn't bother with with. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Man. Don't don't watch. So Book I, of Boba I, I I didn't like want to jump into that till yeah, I no, catch no, no, the no, second yeah, season. Don't, don't don't jump into Book of Boba Fett until you till you finish season two of Mando. Um, I think that's about it for like what I've been watching. I need to get back to watching the boys on Amazon. Dude, um, that's been recommended to me so many times. I have yeah. not caught the boys yet, man. I and, and I started, the premise sounds got, so good. I think I got halfway through the first season and then something else. And it wasn't because I didn't care about the show uh, or it didn't hook me. There was something else that came up, but uh, that show is like, if all the superheroes were like peacemaker. Like, yeah. 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 And, and, you don't uh, give a crap about the collateral. They don't give a shit about, about this stuff. Anything. Right. Yeah. Um, so I need to watch, I need to go back and, and, and keep and keep up with that too. But there's so much, man. Like, you know, I try to, I, I, I'm a gamer and I'm a nerd and, you know, um, there's just so much like people that keep up with all these things. I just don't understand how y'all do it. Like, cause you know, um, I used to watch a lot of anime. I know you're a big anime guy. Oh yeah. Um, for what, sure. what do you watch? What do you watch in anime right now? Dude, like anime comes in season. So right now for this season, man, we just finished up Demon Slayer. I'm, wa- I'm watching Attack on Titan. Is that a good show? Is it really that good? Oh, dude, Demon Slayer it's, it's, that good? It, Demon Slayer is great, dude. It, it, it is that good. I think okay. I think you'll enjoy that. You, you would okay. enjoy that. One. I might catch that. Is that one on Crunchyroll? Can I watch it on Crunchyroll? It's on Crunchyroll, dude. Okay. Yeah, the, fir- the first. That, now, Attack on, on Titan. I got to start it over because I hadn't watched the first season of Attack on Titan in like several years. So I just went back to start that over again, too. So I'm watching that right now. Attack on Titan is great too. And, and you just mentioned this whole final season, part one, part two. So, you know, Attack they're on Titan is too, doing, right? they're doing that. Yeah, they're on part two of the too. final season. I'm gonna say again, I think Attack on Titan has the most dope ass intro of all the anime I've seen. 
Dude, it's so good. I love that, that song shit, is so dude. sick, dude. It gets me so pumped for the show. It does. It does. And you know what? And they only get better, man. If you're not watching the, the latest one, because the latest one is so awesome, too, dude. The yeah. latest the latest intro is just it's so good, dude. But yeah, I've been watching that, dude. I've been watching some other stuff, you know, watch Love to Kill. I watch Platinum, man. These are all current ones, dude. My dress up, Donnie. such a weave, dude. I am, dude. I'm not going to lie. That's the guy. <laughs> I watch that shit, dude. And it's funny because, man, we'll have our days, man. When ReZero was out, I'd be like, dude, it's ReZero Wednesday. So, like, it's Sunday. So, today is Demon Slayer Day, but Demon Slayer finished. So, Attack on Titan comes out on Sunday. So How many seasons does Demon Slayer have? Just one? What was that again? How many seasons does Demon Slayer? Right now, it's at two seasons. It's at two seasons. It's at two seasons, yeah. So, but but these are long seasons, dude. Like, we're going to go back to that source material. That source material is good. So, the first season is like 20 plus episodes, and the second season is about the same. So, now is it is it almost all anime based off source material, though? No, not all. Really? There's okay. there's original stuff, too, dude. Yeah. And, and they'll usually say, you know, this is an, an anime original where it doesn't have a source material. So, it's a completely new, you know, mm-hmm. story. But the majority are. The majority are off of manga. So, They'll have source material or light novel that it goes off of. And uh, it's good stuff, man. Like I said, storytelling, man. I've always been a big fan of good stories. Oh, me too. And, me too. Yeah. And some of this shit is just, it's just like, it's so like, damn, dude. Like when you yeah. hear about a story of about, you know, people that were chosen by angels to become the next god and they got to battle it like, out. You're a, like, dude, that sounds interesting, dude. Like, yeah, ask, like what, what is it about anime that does it for you? What, like when, you, when you're watching the, when you're, we'll talk about anime because we don't want really to talk about anime on here because. Uh, I, I want to. I'm trying to get slowly back into anime. I don't want to be a big weeboo like like Victor here, but like, <laughs> like me, yeah. <laughs> I might end up being one if I get if I watch it as much as I used to. <clears throat> but what is it? What is it for you? What do you look for in a good anime? Like, what, what does the anime have to do for you? To, like, captivate you? It's got to have a good storyline. That's pretty much it, dude. Because remember this whole three three episode thing that I give. I do that for the anime shows. You do it for it's anime too. Have, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, I do. It's got to have a good storyline because it's got to be interesting. It's got to have, well, let me rephrase. I think one of the big things about some of these anime shows is that they give you a different perspective on some pretty common things, dude. Like, like, uh, let me just try to see here. I'm going to speak about this one show called My Dress Up Darling. It's a new show. It just came out this, this, this season, this year. And the premise is this, dude. There's this guy that he likes to make dolls, dude. The guy makes dolls, okay? <laughs> and he does he does Hina dolls. He makes Hina dolls. Okay. And he finds them so beautiful and so pretty. And that dude's there. He's crafting these things, right? Mm-hmm. But as a kid, he got ridiculed. The young lady told him, dude, you like dolls? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that shit's weird. Yeah. You know, that's not right. So the dude already feels a certain way. He grows up. He has no friends because he can't talk about his passion with nobody. Uh, he has no acquaintances. All he does is spend time building these dolls. He, this dude's already a teenager in high school. Got no friends, right? Yeah. So he bumps into this one chick and this one chick's like, dude, like, you like these dolls or you like you like what you like? Who gives a shit what anybody says? Dude, you just yeah. do, you, do you, you know? Yeah. So that already is a good aspect. That's already showing me that, all right, this is going to be a little different. They're not going to put them down. They're going to, you know, uh-huh. you know, build a storyline based on that. So now uh-huh. they become friends and you know, she happens to want him to make her clothes. So that's why it's called Dress Up Darling. So this dude's using his skills to make like cosplay for the chick and stuff like that. Interesting. But they have a romance in between. So it's an interesting story that my daughter and I are watching together. So that's, oh, that's, that's something that's, that's pretty cool. That's cool. 
That's really cool. Yeah, dude, yeah like I, these are shows I watch with the kids, you know. So it's, anime it's, is so fucking weird, though. It is. When you that's agree, like, like there's some weird shit in anime. I'm not even talking about like hentai. I'm talking about like just anime in general. Hentai is a whole. It thing. is, dude. It's just some crazy like, storylines, dude. Yeah, yeah it is. like, like uh, I was telling my wife about um, Death Note. That's a great one too. One of my favorites. And uh, she's like, "That sounds so good." I was like. Yeah, it's like it's it's I've I've not watched it all, and I was I started watching it with her, and she's like, I want to watch another episode. <laughs> she's never really watched yeah. anime, and uh, that's that's when we got to get back to also um, is that. Um, have you? I have a question for you. We're, we're outside of anime, have you watched the new? Have you watched the Bell Area, the the Fresh Prince show? Oh, the original one? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, come on, I, I know you've seen that. <laughs> no, have you watched the new one, Bel Air? No, dude, I have not. I saw the trailer I for that, and I thought it. it was so crazy. I was like, what? Yeah. So uh, how this, I don't know if you know the backstory on how this show came to be. But um, so the guy who did this show, who who's directing this show, he did a YouTube, um, his own version of Fresh Prince. He did a little YouTube video, um, like a, like a kind of like a mini movie. And Will Smith saw that and was like, dude, that's so, it was really good. And honestly, a lot of people are like, we're wishing that, that the, vi- the video they got on YouTube was the show. And it's not, it's different. But no, um, I don't remember seeing that. But uh, so far, a couple people I've talked to, it's kind of mixed reviews. Like, it's like, ah, you know, it's not quite the same, but um, I didn't know if you had had a chance to watch it. I need to watch that too. No, this is this is it's it's almost like a dramatic spin on it, right? It's a it little is. darker. It's, it's almost a like more... a dramatic spin on it, but yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm curious. No, I haven't. I seen see it. It. Where is that on? Is that on like? Is that on Peacock? It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Yeah. No, I did not see that. I saw the trailer for that during the Super Bowl, man. I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. And. And it, oh, it, it, it caught my attention. It did. But no, I have not seen it. So yeah. that's something that's on the back burner behind like 10 other shows, dude. And then um, finally, before we before we call the call the show, um, we got the Halo TV show coming up. That's going to be. On yeah, Paramount isn't Plus. that wild? That's crazy right there. Um, right. So we've talked about video game movies in the past, <laughs> which uh, I'm going to try to catch Uncharted next week. <laughs> So oh, I that's can, coming out next week. Yeah, right? I can give my review on that on that movie next episode. Uh, next episode of the Dragon Cast, I'll try to give my review of uh, of the Uncharted film. Um, but when it comes to video games as a TV show, I uh, I'm a big Halo fan. I'm a huge Halo fan. That's one of my favorite game franchises. Is Halo? I've always been a huge fan of the Master Chief. And I found out recently that. They are going to actually reveal or, or show Master Chief's yep. face in this show. And I'm just like, eh, I feel about that. That's, that's kind of weird. Um, because in, in all the video games, you never see his face. Now, there's times where they take his helmet off, but you don't see his face. But, like, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this whole uh, they're going to have his face revealed. That's an interesting move, is what that is, man. Is this going to be the know. face we see in a video game? Like, is this now the is this the is this Master Chief? And oh, that's I think that might be the case. Well, first of all, I don't is, know, is, man. Is, is is a show is a show like you know it's, it's can- got to be it's got to be canon, right? Not canon, but it's got to be sanctioned, the right? Canon. By the by... show is supposed to be canon. There you go. 
then yeah, that's going to be the face oh, no. we're going to see going forward. That's going to be weird. But you know what, dude? This is not a bad idea uh, because we've spoken about video game movies and those have not been as successful as the shows, man. A lot, there's a lot of successful video game uh, shows out there. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking just off the top of my head, like going back way back, dude, Super Mario Brothers was a good one. Sonic was a good one. You know, we had some, uh, some, some stuff along those lines that were just good. And this one might be good, dude, as long as, again, we're going to go back to pacing because that, that's so important. Yeah. If the pacing works, dude, this will be a, a great show. And I think it's going to really, really, really be a hit, dude. So we got to see how that's going to play out. And when is this releasing? It's releasing in March, right? Next month? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm pretty certain that this comes out. Um... Sorry, I don't have that information in front of me, but I'll look real quick. Um, March 24th. I got there it. There you go. March okay. 24th. Wow. So that, that's coming out. That's coming out pretty soon. Yeah. And we're supposed to be able to see uh, the Master Chief's face, which I don't know how I feel about that. I I mean, I know for a lot of people, this is this has been a moment they've waited like almost two decades, two decades for. Yeah. I, mean, I myself have been like curious what Master Chief looks like, especially for a character that you never see his face and you haven't seen his face in like 20 some years. But I don't know, man. I mean, let me let me see who who's playing Master Chief. So I want to see what his face looks like. That guy. <laughs> well, do that's what I'm gonna reading, be him. What I'm, I don't what, know about that. What I'm reading here is that it's gonna definitely have its own canon, so it's gonna be known as the Silver Timeline. Checking that out on IGN. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, on GameSpot. Okay, and uh, it's gonna come out on Paramount Plus. So yeah, Paramount Plus. Yeah. So let's see. TV show is gonna feature Natasha McElone. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Jen Taylor Pablo, and Pablo Schreiber is the uh, is the master chief, by the way. Pablo? Pablo oh, Schreiber. Okay. Okay, that's um, gonna be interesting. I mean, okay. That's gonna be interesting. Now, here's my thing though. Is it gonna be like his face? Is it or are they gonna make up his face? Are we gonna yeah, get that, like that's uh, the question? That's you know, the question. Scars. I think it'd be kind of cool if he had like some scars and some like cool like looking like contact lenses for like different colored eyes or some shit. I don't know, man. See, that's the thing with this whole 20 year wait time, man. We're speculating on what master chief looks like. What yeah. is he going to have? Is, does he have contact? Is he not a contact? Does he have scars? Oh, I mean, he's what, always wearing a, he's always wearing what, a helmet. Like the, so uh, is this like what the original creators of uh, like Bungie, when they were doing Halo, is this what they had? Is in that mind? their vision? Like, yeah. Right. No, oh, gonna, it's going to be interesting. Gonna be At the very really least, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like and how that reveal happens. Like, how's that going to take place? We'll see though. It does. And it's a risky move, man. Cause you know, master chief is iconic for the helmet. That's his look. So now they're going to try to change that perspective 20 yeah. years in the making, you know, 20 years of one image being the face of halo. And now they're going to introduce a new one. So that's, that's, that's risky, but interesting. I'm curious we'll to see. see how they're going to play that off. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it yeah. goes. Well, that's all the time we have today on this episode of the Dragon Cast. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk a lot of TV shows. And um, it's always nice to do something outside of gaming and, uh, and some other things. We're trying to cover so many different things here on this show. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you to all the new listeners out there who are listening to us on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. We uh, just started having our episodes put up on iHeartRadio and Stitcher last week. So welcome. Those of you who are listening to this show right now on, on those respective podcast platforms, we are also on a numerous list of other podcast platforms such as Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, Breaker FM, Anchor FM, and many other places. Um, you can go to link our link tree. Um, that's uh, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the underscore Dragoncast to see all the podcast platforms we are available on. And uh, here soon in, in a month, <clears throat> we will be um, moving to the Domain Podcast Network, which will be on the, our website, DomainGPCE.com. And uh, it, w- it will still be on those podcast platforms. It's going to be a different link since we're changing the name of the show and moving over. But uh, we're still going to be hosting the show. Yeah. It's still going to be pretty much the same show. Nothing's going to change. It's just a name, really. Um, but uh, looking forward to that. And that first show is going to be huge because you guys are going to get to meet every single person that's going to be part of this uh, website. Um, it's going to be a big show. So you get to know yeah, us. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big intro show on that one, man. That should be fun. That should be a fun a big show. big intro show. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you guys once again next week here on the Dragon Cast. Until then, take it easy, guys. Have a great week. All right, guys. Later.